Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master. And you're listening to Pokemon Rollout, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul and I play Charlie Swedish Aracuda Pine. <laughs> I'm Michael and I play Professor Rudimentus Sufficiently Advanced Alien Sneeze. <laughs> and I'm Lydia and I play Liliana the Bearded Lady Shadow Garden. <laughs> uh, we have fun. We, we do so have much. fun. Yeah. Say <laughs> so, so much for <laughs> being on the same circle. page. I think those are all different genres. <laughs> exactly. That's where we're here to confuse and befuddle. I think that's usually reflected back on ourselves more than it hits anyone else. That's right. Yeah. It's, I, I. Yeah. I was. I was employing the reflexive form of the verb. Hmm. If you say so. Yep. We're off to a hot start tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Energy is high. Everybody's excited. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Should we just do like our, our energy warm up right now, like on with the hot camera and or the hot Let's mic? Let's do right. it. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing to your camera? Zip. Zap. Zap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Messed up already. Not, it doesn't. Oh, by the way, well online. <laughs> by the way, okay. So, um, uh, each day in my classes, I do Pokemon of the oh, Day, boy. and uh, Sandy Shocks came up as one. Um, the new Paradox Pokemon, um, mm. old Paradox oh, Pokemon. Yeah. And I, I always ask my students, like, what would you name this Pokemon? And one was like, Zip Zap Zap. I'm like, that is an amazing name for a Sandy Shocks or a Magneton. That's a fantastic <laughs> name. Yeah, true. That's a good one. There you go. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we obviously know what's going on, but like our listeners like may have forgotten from last episode. <laughs> we all well, got Charlie, spoiled. you're up. I think it's the other way I, around. I, I, I will say, I do vaguely know what's going on. Like, I know that I am fighting up against uh, two uh, Hatina, right? The, the middle ones. And... Uh, Hatrem. Hatrem. But yeah, the middle ones. And it's snowy. And, um... We're having a grand old time after the previous episode, prior, prior to this, <laughs> that one. Charlie still doesn't know what's going on. Well, Archie has just been shifted to ghost type. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh. So, archetype of fact and truth. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Need That's a burrito. Fun. Yeah. Throw, throw mm-hmm. a burrito. It's a great game if you've never played it. I have not. I see it on the shelf all the time. I love Throw Throw Burrito. I love how intense I've seen it, but I've never played it. I've not either. Maybe maybe when we finally get together, that's another mini golf and Throw Throw Burrito. That's something we need to do. Heck yeah. Yes. I've seen a uh, video in which one person... Not seriously, but re- but somewhat injures themselves in the midst of playing Throw Throw Burrito. <laughs> I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. What's Injury really fun? Is possible. <laughs> What's really fun is playing Throw Throw Burrito at night. So then um, you can go and like hide behind <laughs> objects and in the shadows as people oh, are no. trying to hit you with the burrito. With the burrito. <laughs> Sounds like a Liliana way to play that game. Oh, man, it's so much fun. (laughs) 
Okay. Right. I mean, that's basically how she treats Pokemon battles. Just, you know, all the attacks are going everywhere like flying burritos, and she just hides from them and then Here pops out and throws her own burrito. That should have been my name for today. L- Liliana Flying Burrito Shadow Garden. <laughs> all right, guys, let, let's start over. Let's, let's re-record that. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick, how about you tell oh, us where one? we're p- kicking off from? Uh, I believe Charlie is the fastest. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you remind me what Pokemon I have out? Because I definitely have a Pokemon out. Yes. Out I, with I you say at it, the moment. I want to say it's Katana. I think it's Katana. It is Katana, yes. Good, because that's the page I last. <laughs> All right. Um, so, and if I remember correctly, one of them has taken some damage, and one of them has, um, is not as damaged. <laughs> they don't have the exact amount of damage on them. Both of them have taken a decent amount of damage. One of them has healed the other just recently. Okay. Um, well, then I'm going to throw a uh, Great Ball, intending to do damage uh, with a lock case at the one that just healed the other. I'm assuming the one that just did the healing is the one that's a little bit weaker. So I'm going to try and catch that one, because I know I was trying to do that before. Okay. So first, let's roll for accuracy. Come on. And that's right, because uh, these are mad because uh, all the emotions going on, like, they just want me to shut up, right? Pretty much. <laughs> so I'm going to shut them up. With a 13 for accuracy on that. That'll hit. Cool, cool, cool. And I'm going to also, let me see here. Um, I will uh, throw it in my uh, Yo-Yoke balls, which uh, do, let me take a look here what our notes are on that are... Uh, bu- 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 here we go. Uh, yeah, so 2d6 plus 8 plus 12. Let's roll those 2d6. Oh, that's 8 uh, plus uh, 20, 28 uh, physical damage. That did 13 damage Okay. to this, which is actually just enough to give it another injury. Because okay. it went up above half and now back down below half. Okay. Uh, Shall I roll the D100 to capture them? If you want to, if you're going to capture it. I'm going to try and capture it, yeah. Yeah, rolling makes Um, sense. Let's see here. That is a 76. Um, And I'm I'm not going to swap those around. I'll just let the 76 roll, but it should be a minus 10 from the Great Ball, minus 10 from the Lock Case. So it goes down to 56. Yep. Pokemon goes over. It shakes once. Shakes twice. Shakes a third time, and bursts open. No! Very, very close, but the hat trim pops back out, looking angrier than ever. Uh Mm. And Uh, it's that hat trim's turn. I say, Charlie gets a little frustrated, (laughs) and slightly more emotional. (laughs) It's that hat trim's turn, so it runs forward, and it screams at Charlie. It uses disarming voice. Should I say it? (laughs) I don't know. We're all thinking it. (laughs) Charlie's arms fall off. (laughs) Aye, aye, aye. (laughs) Move is so broken, I can't miss. Oh, it didn't crit, so that's good. All right. No arms. 
And it does 30-3-0 fairy special damage. Alright, we'll drop that down to 22 uh, uh, damage. And uh, yeah, I can math that out. I'm doing good still. And that makes it Katana's turn. Alright. I would do a Metal Claw on the one that uh, we just... Uh, that uh, Charlie just tried to capture. So the idea oh, okay. is that we're just going to try and uh, mitigate the damage that they can do all together, and we'll catch the second one when we have the chance. If we have the chance. So um, so Charlie says, uh, Katana, go get the one that I just tried to catch. Yeah, I, I know. Don't look at me that way. Like, just go, go do it. Metal Claw. Uh, Metal Claw is an eight. That hits. All right, cool. Uh, so we got to do 2d6 here. Uh, that's 10, uh, 20, uh, 39 physical steel damage. So funny thing, Hatrim are pure psychic types. Ah, butts, okay. Yep, that did 24 steel physical damage, which is not enough to faint it. Okay. But the other one, seeing what's going on, rushes forward and tries to... Pummel Katana with a brutal swing. Uh, does not quite crit, but almost does. Ooh, okay. So it hits. And that did 33 dark physical damage. 3-3. Three, three. Um, 33 minus 16 is going to give us 17. And then we cut that in half and it rounds up. Is that right, Nick? That is correct. Okay, so that would be nine. Nine damage to Katana. Okay. So a couple of hits. Okay, I think Archie is actually the fastest thing on the board for you, Professor Sneeze. Okay. Archie, I don't know what that just did to you, but hit that Zoroark with an ice punch. Ice punch. 14 to hit. A 14 hits. Um, 41 ice physical damage. Well, it did do 30 ice physical damage. Aha! Which is enough to give this Zoroark an injury, but not enough to mm. faint it. Okay. So, Archie, just kind of ignoring what's going on for a second, goes and punches uh, the Zoroark and kind of knocks it back. Ice forms on it. It's still... Working its way through, um, but it is the Zoroark's turn. Next mm -hmm. up, I see it turns and looks at uh, Archie, kind of looks up and down, and then it just goes and it snarls at Archie. Mm. Uses snarl. That is a hit. Mm. Uh, that did 46 dark special damage. And remember, Archie's a ghost type. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, he's going to take 45. Uh, he also uh, loses one special attack combat stage. What? Lower the special attack of all legal targets by one combat stage. So negative one to his special attack combat stage. Makes no difference. Yeah, it doesn't really change Archie all that didn't, much. Didn't think so. No. But Archie Archie's does not do anything with special attacks. So. Yes. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you are up. The Zoroark looks uh, very ragged. Okay. Um, I'm going to clip a lock case onto a great ball, and I'm going to say, let's 
calm this down and I throw the the ball at him. Uh, does a 13 hit? A 13 will hit. Okay. Let's roll this percentile. Ooh, that is a 23 minus 20, so 3. Okay. Pokeball hits. Shakes once. Shakes twice. Shakes a third time. Ding! Congratulations, you have captured a level 35 female Zoroark. It's Hisuian Zoroark. Uh-huh. <sighs> that's good awesome. thing. That's off the field. All the shenanigans we, we can play with our Pokemon that can turn into other things. Uh, the one thing <laughs> I, I will say is that Professor Sneeze, based on the role that you made earlier and everything, you will know that this thing's loyalty to you is zero. Yeah, I, I, I fully comprehend that. <laughs> but with that, um, it is the Gorgeist's turn. And the Gorgeist, mm. looking at everything that just happened. Yes, I'm going to let it do this. It is going to... It's holding the Cubone. It's going to go and throw the Cubone at Archie. Good. <laughs> And turn invisible. Ugh. Those to run away. Stay on your guard, Archie. It's it's out there somewhere. The Marowak is kind of rushing over to the Cubone to make sure everything's all right with it. Uh, Liliana, mm-hmm. you have made it through the forest and to the other side. Um, ahead of you, you see the walls of. Um, like popping to you, popping out very glaringly is a human settlement because okay. you lived in the D for- portion of the region where they at least tried to look more like natural. This is very much not that. In fact, it looks more like lands meat with everything kind of popping out of nowhere. But it's much smaller. There's a wall around it, and there is no smoke rising from any of the chimneys or any <laughs> movement that you can see. Um. Well, I'm obviously going to walk closer to it. Um, I'm going to roll a perception. Okay. Um, yeah, just to see if I can really pinpoint any life <laughs> or like, yeah, see if there are any tracks in the snow or anything like that. Sounds good. I got 13. Well, interesting that you should say life. You do not notice any signs of life in the town. Uh, As you're kind of looking over it, it'd be harder to see, but it kind of looks like things are locked up farther away from the windows that you can see where the curtains are open. It looks like things have been kind of packed up, but in something of a hurry. But as you're getting closer, you get a flash of what looks like glowing red eyes. Similar to the ones you saw just after you you shot out of the uh, laundry chutes near the mountains at the end. Oh, okay. Hopefully not the same level as the ones I saw before. (laughs) Well... 
Oh. Who knows? <laughs> so I might not want to fight it from the sounds of it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so I can only see, I only saw the flash of red eyes. I didn't see the form. Yes. Uh, yeah, you did not see the form of it. Um, and okay. with that, you're kind of getting a feeling of the place, like similar to that was before, but this feels heavier. Not so much like this one's stronger, but like there might be more of them. Mm. Okay. The third and final thing you see is uh, a taller, bulkier guy with uh, salt and pepper hair, uh, more worn out jeans, uh, boots, a a button-up that's faded by the sun, and a cowboy hat who is sneaking with some effectiveness you just barely caught him so some effectiveness Mm. but not the best effectiveness is kind of sneaking into the city himself or into the town it's not a city the town himself as well coming from more to the northwest where you're coming to it from more to the east he's coming from more the northwest and he's kind of heading into that direction as far as you can tell he hasn't noticed anything yet but um, I'm going to gather bruise and grunge close by me and like whisper very quietly into their ears like, do you see that that guy over there? Let's try and follow him around and, and see if there's any sort of secret passageways or something that he's going down or if he's here to loot, if he maybe knows some information, but let's just kind of keep our distance for now, okay? Ruse, grunge, and a crude cloth dress, basically in the form of a P- of a Pikachu, all nod. Okay. <laughs> um, Bullion is gonna do a double take at that last one. Go... It's not there anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Um, did either of you see see a a fourth one in our party here at all just a moment ago? Uh, give me perception checks for Ruse and Grunge. Okay. So I'll do this one for Grunge. It's 3d6. So Grunge got eight and Ruse. Ruse got seven. Okay. Uh, Grunge is looking around excitedly at the prospect of a new friend, and Ruse is looking irritated and unsettled that something snuck up on her. Neither of them saw anything, as far as you can tell. Fair enough. Okay. Well, let's just all kind of keep our wits about us here and just, you know, stick a little bit closer to the shadows as best as we can. Stick together, for sure, especially since we already got um split up from the others so just stay by stay close okay uh what is your uh, is there a place that you're heading towards in this town so you said he's coming in from the opposite end of town more or less you're coming in from the east he's coming from the northwest so almost the opposite but at a slight angle i'd say if there's a place where 
we can get to higher ground but still kind of stay hidden just so that we can get a better layout of the town and then um, also kind of have a little bit of a, a better view of the stranger. Is, is that possible at all? Okay. Uh, so are you going into town for that? Or are you trying to stay out of it? We'll go into town. Okay. Uh, yes, that makes sense. So give me... Uh, if gr- grunge and ruse are both out, uh, I, how about I say this? Since you're all moving together and it works some sense, uh, you will roll stealth and either gr- either grunge or ruse will need to roll stealth. You can kind of help the other one. I have a feeling that grunge is going to be the one who needs stealth the most. Yep, grunge is the one who needs the stealth the most. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, so... So is my stealth with grunge combined then, or how? Uh, just how, sorry, roll, how do you want just me to roll? roll your stealth. Oh, okay. And I recently raised that to virtuoso. Woohoo! You still only roll Ooh. six, but it would give you yeah. eight for other benefits. But yeah. Yep. Okay. So fourteen. Stealth for Liliana. Okay. 20 stealth for Ruse. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me perception checks as well. Uh, just for Liliana. This one. Just for Liliana. Okay. 15. What happens here is you're making your way into town. Uh, trying to find kind of like a higher building or an area higher ground. As you're moving forwards, uh, a couple of different things happen. Uh, The first thing is that as you're moving, suddenly your back becomes very, very cold. Mm -mm. (laughs) Do you turn around to look? Mm. (laughs) I'm going to peek out my periphery at first, just as... See if I can see Grunge and Ruse beside me before I turn around. Um, Grunge is with you. You don't see Ruse because she's got a higher stealth than your perception. But sure, you're fairly okay. certain she's nearby. Uh, you don't see anything. And as you look back, you're looking right into a pair of glowing red eyes. Oh, good. <laughs> which immediately dissipate into smoke and rags as Ruse lands on top of it with foul play and kills it in one hit. Oh, okay. And just kind of lands on it and then just looks at you. Thank you, I think. And she goes back to sneaking. Meanwhile, so that's one Bannet down. (laughs) You hear... Uh, a man's voice shout something, Mm-mm. and the sounds of some things deciding to try to attack each other. Hmm. Sounds like he's run into something. Uh, okay. So battle there. You're fairly near uh, a little crest that would allow you to see more of what's going on. Okay. Um, I think for right now, we'll just continue up to the crest so that we can kind of peek over and see what's going on 
Okay. So you make it to the top just in time to see a purple and black bat-like creature miss another one of those banets with glowing red eyes with what looks like a bite attack okay. as it swings by and the banette responds by looking at it and pulling up what looks like just a ball of fox fire in its hands and throwing it at the bat creature who manages to avoid the fox fire as well. Uh, give me a perception check. Sorry yes. to ask for so many checks. but No, you're good. For all of us or just for Liliana? Uh, just for Liliana. Okay. Eleven. So you, that, that's what you also see the man there who seems to be directing his, uh, Pokemon. There, the bat creature. They seem to be in the middle of a fight. Charlie, you are the fastest again. Cool. Let's try to catch it again. The, the one that is weakened now. We attacked it twice. Okay. Are you throwing to hurt? Um... Yes, I am, but I okay. throw. I rolled a three, uh, so that's not gonna... Yep, so that went swinging straight past it. Yep, and I'll take, uh, um, I'll, I, I'll assume since I threw my lock case before, I'll have to go collect that later, right? Yes. And, okay, uh, but, uh, we'll assume this was a great ball, and so that's, yeah. I'm gonna have to mm-hmm. collect that later as well. Okay. Okay. Was that your turn? Um... That was a standard action. Uh, can I, I can do something else still, too, right? If I really wanted to? Uh, yes. You can move. Or use a sword move. Um, I... Charlie's good. Okay. It turns to Katana, who is nearby and uses Dazzling Gleam. So a beam of light appears out of the curlicue in front of it and goes flashing towards... Uh, Katana. Okay. And it just barely hits. Yeah, okay. And does 37 fairy special damage. 3-7. That's that's really good. Um, So with the 16 uh, uh, special, uh, so so actually 14, so 14 from 37 is going to be 23 special damage. Yes. Uh, so Katana's going to take an injury from that. Okay. Uh, so it manages to kind of slash through and maybe tarnish some of Katana's armor a little bit. But Katana is up. All right. Um, Katana, let's stop messing around with these. Go ahead and, and finish that one off. Do a faint attack. Uh, that's an 11. For accuracy? 11 will hit, since Faint Attack cannot miss. Cool, so let's roll some d8s here. Uh, that's a 2. And a 6, so that's 8. Uh, nice average there. Um, 8 plus uh, 10 is 18, plus 19 is uh, 37 dark physical damage. That did 33 dark physical damage, which is enough to give this Hatrim another injury and faint it. 
So All right. Katana bursts forward and just slams into the hat trim and it bounces off of a tree and lands face down. Awesome. Nice, nice job, Katana. And let's do this. Let's go ahead and uh, do the round trip and we'll send out uh, um, uh, Nilly the Cadabra with that. Nilly the Cadabra. This one that is still standing swings around and it also fires a dazzling gleam at Nilly this time. Since it was firing it at Katana, but switched its target. But uh, Nilly uh, is slightly off where it thought she was going to be, so it misses. Yeah, good job, Nilly. All right. Professor Sneeze. Mm-hmm. Nothing is appearing. Mm-hmm. And continues to not appear. It's Archie. Archie's turn? It is Archie's turn. There's nothing of combat on the battle, yes, but it is Archie's turn. Okay, there's there's no um, active foe yes. that I can see anyway. That you can see anyway, yes. Um, you can make a best guess, but you will be rolling at a minus four to hit it, even if you choose the right square. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Um, Archie's got uh, some sweet confections. Uh-huh. That boost ah. his accuracy by four. Okay. Um, and uh, duh, 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 duh. well, uh, what what's what do you think about this? Because Frisk gives a bonus to accuracy rolls against adjacent targets. Mm-hmm. Does that count even if he can't see the target? If they're adjacent, yes. Because okay, so like I, I think there's a good chance that with the, even with that minus four, I can still something so sure okay um um interesting i just realized something archie is the archetype of fact and truth at the moment correct he's looking for something that's hidden itself true do you want archie to to tap into his artifacts to try to find this gorgeist yes i think so archie try to find that gorgeist Give me a perception check as though he had adept perception. Um, okay, adept is four? Yes. Um, ten. It rolled very badly. So. Oh, good. Archie concentrates for a moment and you feel things shift uh, hmm. in ways that you can't quite describe, but... He jumps nope. <laughs> forward. Uh, what move is he using? Um, astonish! Okay. That'll make sense. All right, so hang on. I got to figure out the math here, because I am going to um, trade in a sweet confection. Mm-hmm. So nine total. Wow. Yes, because that includes the plus two, plus four, minus four. That just barely hits uh, good um remember that this since he's ghost type that astonish is actually a damage base of eight not ten not uh six yep it's not six sorry not six but eight got it got it got it okay yes yes that is true okay so i'm gonna roll it that... like it's a nice punch 
Oh yeah, that, could just look right there. Um, dice, 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 dice. Come on, d8s. That is gonna be forty-one ghost physical. That did twenty-four ghost physical damage. Mm. So you see. Archie jump forward and strike his uh, two tail hands, definitely slamming into something physical, even though you cannot see it. And again, the Mm -hmm. thing is kind of shudder and shift. You feel like Archie whispers something as he strikes, but you're too far away to hear it. Uh, it is your turn. Archie has shown where the uh, Gorgeist is. So now you can aim for it. You do have to roll with a minus four on your accuracy if you want to hit it. Right. Can I tell how damaged it is? Um, it was untouched when it, van- when it uh, turned invisible. Okay. So... Because it's, it's a ghost type. I'm not going to be able to do any damage to it with any of my moves. Um, True. I mean, I guess I could struggle at it, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the other thing is throwing a Pokeball, but... Yeah. Do I have my lock case back after... Uh, yes, since it was on the Zoroark. You were able to grab it back right away. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna throw a great ball with a minus four. I I understand the uh, implications here with the lock case on it. Okay. Or I can echoes of the future. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with advantage using echoes of the ah. future. Okay. Um. Hey, there we go. Um. That's an eighteen minus four. A fourteen hits. You know. All right, that is uh, 68 minus 20, 48. You see the Pokeball vanish with red. It shakes once and immediately bursts. Ah! And the Gorgeist fully appears. Good. There you are, I see you! And the Gorgeist is kind of looking and looking, and it looks kind of panicky. Uh, give me a perception check, <laughs> Professor Sneeze. Knees perception. Yeah. Seven. Seven. Okay. Yes, it just seems to be jumping around a bit panicky, and it turns to uh, Archie and fires a confuse ray. Archie's evasion is up by four because of the sweet confection as well. Okay. Um. Well, it rolled a fourteen. So Archie is confused. Oh, what's Confuse Ray's AC? Two. Oh, because he has an evasion of ten altogether. Yep. So it rolled just enough. <laughs> oh. Yes, Archie is confused, and it kind of looks like it's going to turn and start running again. Uh. Yes, it actually does turn to start trying to run away, so Archie has an attack of opportunity, if you so choose. Sure. Um, uh, uh, attack of opportunity is just a struggle attack? Yep, just a struggle attack. 
Nope. Okay, he misses. <laughs> so he swipes somewhat ineffectively. But mm-hmm. careening past him is the Marowak. It's a bone mm. club filled with flames. As it rushes forward. Yes, it, it goes and it uses shadow bone on Ooh. this Pokemon. Just going with its lit clubs to slam down on it. It hits. Ooh. It does 54 ghost physical damage to it. That does 44. Which is enough to give it two injuries, but not quite enough to faint it. <laughs> so it slams in, just whacks it. Doing a whole bunch of damage, and it looks about ready to fall down. Uh, at this point, mm-hmm. Professor Sneeze, you notice that for just a second, the Gorgai's eyes flicker red and then and then flicker back. Ooh. Uh, Liliana, so you're at the top of the crest there, and you're seeing all of this going down. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. I actually think... You might be the fastest thing, too. You are. Hey. Um, I think. Therefore, I am. <laughs> I don't really have anything that's super good against ghost type. How many dark types do you have on your team? Too many. <laughs> <laughs> dark, dark is super um, effective against ghost. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Dark, dark is super effective against ghosts. Yep. Oh, man, I always get so confused reading type charts. Okay. <laughs> Never mind then. Um, okay. So let's see what we'll do through this. I am going to... I'm just realizing, like, you, you, your team is almost all Ghostbusters, but... Um. So, fan art, please, fan art. Liliana's gonna kind of scooch closer to Ruse and say, "Like, Ruse, we gotta, we gotta help this person out. Clearly, something is up with this place, and I don't know who he is, but if he is a friend potentially, then great, we can help him. And if he's a foe, then at least we can hold that over his head. So." I want you to go after uh, that Bennett with a Night Slash. Okay, and sh- uh, uh, so you're putting Ruse out, and Ruse is faster, so Ruse would go. Okay, cool. Uh, and got a 16 for accuracy. That are you, are you rolling your liquid die? Yes, I am. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so cool. The 16 is a hit. Forty dark physical. That did forty-four dark physical damage. Which is enough to give the bannet two injuries, but not enough to faint it. So, uh whatchamacallit? Ruse comes flying out of nowhere and just slams into this bannet, taking a chunk out of it, essentially, as it slashes past and it gets knocked over like a puppet with half its strings cut. Actually, wait, 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 sorry. 
Yes. Um, I just want to quick check one other thing here too. Is it too late for me to do blackout strike on top of that? No, go ahead. You you beat me to finishing things up. Yes. Girl. Okay. So, so blackout it, strike on top of that. Okay, and so it gains an injury and falls asleep. Yep. And let me read blackout strike quick. Yeah. If we put them at three or more injuries or at or under 25% of their max HP, target instead becomes fainted. Yeah, um, it you gave it two injuries with that attack. So that would put it at three okay. injuries. <laughs> so we come in and it immediately falls over. That knocks it out. And Ruse is standing there, and the person's kind of looking at you. And you realize that standing next to Ruse, too, is that cloth, crudely stitched Pikachu head attached to the body. And the Pikachu head is just blank and unmoving, but there are two dots in the body section that seem to be shining with, like, admiration as it looks at Ruse. Okay. And then whatever that is turns clumsily towards the Noivern. And uses Night Slash on it. Actually, it uses Copycat and then Night Slash. No! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. So. We're not here to attack you. We're not. We're not. I don't know what that Pokemon is. That one's not mine. <laughs> Let's say, give me an intuition check from Liliana. Okay. <laughs> not very intuitive. That's actually not a bad roll, though. Eleven. The entire thing you're getting from this, whatever this thing is, is that was so cool, I want to try it. (laughs) Okay, but don't attack other people. Come on. (laughs) Or the Pokemon. Look, there's there's all these dilapidated buildings around here. Well, actually, I don't know if they're dilapidated. Um, but... They but there's, there's these buildings around condition. here. There's snow. Well, it did Don't do 30 f- attack things or 33 people. dark physical damage to the Noivern. No. Um, <laughs> which is 18. It. it doesn't give it an injury or anything. But uh, the Noivern... Wait, actually, Liliana, you're the next one up. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> Can I try to just, like, without hurting it, wrap my whip around it so that it's subdued? That would be a grapple maneuver. Uh, You and the target each make opposed combat or athletics checks. So, combat or athletics, your choice. Ooh, my choice. It will also use the one that's better for it, so. Okay. Uh, I guess I'll do athletics. Ten. Uh, the the creature sees it coming and kind of dodges to one side, and part of it is because you're not exactly sure where to go after it. Uh, you get mm. the whip around what seems to be kind of the head and neck of the Pikachu, and it slips out of the side, but as it goes, you hear a cracking noise, and the head goes and just lulls to one side. And there's kind of a beat as everyone goes, what just happened? <laughs> and then 
<laughs> a mixture of a very small child, a being far beyond your comprehension, and a computer going through a catastrophic shutdown all start cr- crying and erupting noise from this creature. Oh, no. <laughs> I've slipped into a nightmare. <laughs> uh, the Noivern's up next, and looking at all of this is just like, uh-uh, nope, not dealing with this, what's going on? And so it just goes to bite whatever that is. Uh, and it still making this terrible crying noise just slips to one side and avoids it. This Noivern apparently can't bite anything is what I'm learning today. Um, (laughs) but while all of this is going on, Ruse suddenly stumbles and kind of clutches the side of her head and glances over, and following her eyesight, you see a third banet out of the shadows mm. with a nail that it's just driven into the center of its chest. Oh, great. Ruse is cursed. God. Dang it. And uh, the man who's kind of been standing there watching this whole thing transpire kind of shouts out over the very loud noise. Do you know what's happening right now? Heck no. Are you kidding me? Does it look like I know what's happening? Figured it was worth asking. Fair enough. (laughs) All right. Charlie, you're up. Yay, I get to play again. (laughs) Well, this this one got a little long. Charlie's going to try again. He's going to load up uh, a great ball. In his Yo-Yoki ball sling, and he's going to throw it at the uh, hat trim, uh, intending to do damage. Okay. We got a 12. A 12 will hit. Great. Uh, That's 5 plus 20, 25 um, uh, physical damage with the intention to catch. That did 10 physical damage, which does not faint it. Cool. And then to capture. Alright, it's a 41. Um, But let's just make sure that we lock it in. I'm going to use my uh, uh, switchery ditchery uh, uh, feature where I can switch the numbers, making it a 14. 14. Minus 10. Ooh. Minus 10 to 4. Okay. So the ball hits and it shakes once, it shakes twice, it shakes a third time. Ding! Congratulations, you've captured a level 30 female Hatrim. Hatrim or mono-female, but yes. Booyah! At about this moment, you hear, (gasps) mentally, something scream in a lot of anger, and you get the feeling that you should probably leave the forest. (laughs) Uh, Charlie, uh, does that. He, Charlie, leaves, leaves the forest. Okay, you're going to want to hurry, but... Yep. Um, yeah, wh- whatever direction, uh, so like, it was snowing, is it still snowing pretty hard? Uh, no, the snow has let up. Cool, yeah, Charlie, uh, takes the clearest path to keep going, then. Okay. 
<laughs> I was going to say, well, Liliana probably knows what that is, but I don't know if yep. Charlie does. <laughs> Why do you have to make everyone hate us? <laughs> Charlie Pine is the true villain of this show. <laughs> Stealing children Sneaking left a path and right. of destruction up across the Chandy region. Yeah, <laughs> there are like wanted posters, like uh, uh, like in like all the where all the Pokemon hang out, like in their caves and dens and stuff of Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Do not trust but... this child. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So okay, Charlie is booking it out of the forest as fast as he can. Uh, Nilly is kind of following along after you floating and being like, okay, well, we should probably go, but, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Ah, just for fun, Charlie, give me an athletics check. Oh boy. Okay. Athletics. Charlie is mildly athletic. He, he, in fact, he has five athletics. Um, that is going to be uh, seventeen in athletics. Okay, so you are making good time, rushing your way through. <laughs> there. All right. Uh, Professor Sneeze. Archie is fastest. The uh, Gorgeist. Is it? Still kind of running away. Uh, it seems like it's trying to run away, yes. Okay. Um, Sneeze is going to say, Archie, let it go. It's It seems to be running off. Uh, so I think we've taught it a lesson. Let's let's try to find the rest of our party. Um, can, you roll, can you roll a d20 for Archie's confusion, please? Oh, yeah, that's right. This is silly. 17. Okay, so he didn't break out of it, but he can act normally. Archie turns and looks at you and says, and says, no, it can't escape. No one can. And can you roll a d20 for ice punch, please? Great. I don't like factual, no, not factual, Mm -hmm. uh, truth telling Archie. That's a 15. All right, that hits. Can you roll damage? Yep. Uh, that is 34 ice physical. That's 14 ice physical damage, which is actually not enough to faint it. Yeah. Imagine that. So it takes it and kind of staggers, uh, and its eyes are kind of flashing reddish again. Professor Sneeze, you are up now. And say, ah, well, stop that! Uh, I'm gonna throw a ball, and I throw. How many rounds has it been? It has um, been. You're on round four, I believe. Round four. So a timer ball is actually going to be uh, a better option here. True. So I'm going to throw a timer ball. I'm. Uh, do I have the lock case? No, you threw it last time. Or. Because that's that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, still, timer ball is better. Um, that's a uh, hang on. That was cocked day. Come on, stay in there. There we go. All right. How does a fourteen do me? A fourteen will hit. Okay. 
Pokemon dice. Uh, that is a 45 minus 15, so 30. It shakes once. Shakes twice. Takes a while to actually do the capture effect. Uh, shakes a third time. Ding! Congratulations, you have captured a level 32 <laughs> male Gorgeist large size. Ooh. Also, side comment before I forget, as Charlie was running, he picked up his Pokeball in his uh, um, lock case. Oh, of course he did. Alright, let's stop chasing down these Pokemon. Archie, come on, let's go. Are you returning, Archie, um, or are you? Um, no, I'm commanding him and i'm also then saying well Mar- mrs marowak um i hope your baby's okay and um happy we get help and we're gonna try to find the rest of our our party now and where i kind of walks over to you and puts like reaches up with its bone and kind of like clonks you on the forehead with it once not hard enough to hurt Ow. but just kind of hits you Hey, uh, thank you. Um, and I, I take a finger and I tap it on its forehead. And same, same to you. Kind of nods solemnly and leads the Q-bone back to the <laughs> center. Okay. Uh, Archie, once you've captured the Gorgeist, I'm going to say trick-or-treat's effect ends. So Archie is back okay. to being normal type again. And things kind of shift and shudder again, and he kind of blinks and shakes his head and goes back to what he was doing. Well, that was weird, Archie. Um, what? You feeling okay? Hmm? You, okay. Well, the, um... Oh, uh, some, some injury. Then you're back battle. to your normal self. Yeah, let's, um... We can talk about this later. Um, what, what, what do you suppose is the quickest way to find the, uh, the other two? Well, we're traveling in western direction, so likely that way. Uh, looking from direction we are, seems to be traveled north from road a slight distance, so southwest-ish should bring us back to group. Let's let's do that. Here we go. Perfect. All right. So you start heading in that direction. Ah. Uh... All right. Well, the Mimikyu was, or uh, the the Pokemon. You all know what it is, but Liliana doesn't yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually it's actually the fastest thing on the field, but it was just waiting to see what happens with things. And so now, being sad and crying and yelling at things, uh, it decides. Hmm. Yes. Because these things apparently are full of vengeance, and literally, I think the, the Pokedex has that in them, is that they're just weird, terrifying goblins. But, uh, it decides to use Slash. And it can hit everybody. Ex- well... <sighs> <laughs> Everybody. Pass. It has four. S- the thing is, it has four squares of movement, and there's Liliana, Ruse, the Noivern, and the guy on the field. 
I don't think they're all grouped up quite close enough for it to hit all of them, so I'm going to say... Uh, Lydia, high or low? High. Okay. The, the slash is aimed at Liliana, the Neuvern, and the guy. Okay. Instead of Liliana, the Neuvern, and Ruse. So. Oh, no. Don't say that. That's a crit. <laughs> oh, boy. That is a critical hit. Hooray. So that's Liliana. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, it misses the Neuvern. And it hits the guy. Liliana, you take 43 normal physical damage. 4-3. And the guy takes 34 normal physical damage. Huh. That's fun. I think I have an injury. Are you down to less than half of your health? Uh, no, I'm at exactly half. Then yes, you and you just take one injury. Dang it. Dang it, Mimikyu. <laughs> okay. That was the Mimikyu. Uh, Ruse is the next fastest. And Ruse is cursed. So I oh, believe it's at right. the beginning of her turn. But let me double check because curse is nasty. Um, cursed. Oh, if... Okay. So nothing happens yet. But if Ruse takes a standard action, she loses two ticks of HP at the end of her turn. Hmm... Dang it. Okay. I'll have Ruse use foul play on that banat, banat that just showed up. Okay. Go ahead and roll accuracy. I got a 19. That definitely hits. Uh, so the banat attack stat is 25. 25. So okay. Yeah, so add that instead of Ruse's attack. 41 dark physical. Sorry, 51. That did 54 dark physical damage. That is enough to give the bayonet three injuries and faint it. Woo. So it had already injured itself mm -hmm. via the curse, and mm -hmm. then Ruse just bursts out at it and turns it into a uh, stuffed toy again. So just nice. leave me alone! <laughs> Uh, she also then loses two ticks of HP, so minus 16 HP. Ah, dang it, that's right. Okay. Uh, Liliana, you're up. Okay. Okay, I'm going to quick do a perception to see if I notice any other enemies around. I got 12. 12, okay. Uh... You are not noticing anything else. Give okay. me a uh, a cult or Pokemon education check. Your choice. Oh, my Pokemon Ed is actually better. Okay, so I'll do Pokemon Ed. I got ten. Okay. For some reason, the the number of Banette that you have seen strikes you as weird, but you're not sure why. But, all right. Um. 
So in that case then, um, how close am I to the mimic you? I'm close enough that it was uh, able to do the slash. Yes, so. you're basically in, in melee range. Okay. This may be really, really dumb, but Liliana is going to jump at the mimic you and like try to grab it with her arms just to hold it. Um, do you want me to do an athletics for that? What are you trying to do by doing this? So I'm just trying to capture it with my arms and just kind of hold it. Trying for... to comfort it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're trying to comfort it. You're not like trying to grapple it. No. So she's, so she's trying to grab a hold of it and just kind of help it calm down. Hmm. Cause I, I, there's part of me that just wants to ask for a charm check. Right. Mm hmm. Can you think of another check that would be better? Or is charm fine by you? I mean, I think charm probably makes the most sense since, yeah, she's just trying to get on its good side, I guess. So. Okay. Then give me a charm check and tell me what Liliana's kind of like doing and saying to get this to happen. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Um, I rolled a 10. Okay. And so um, if Liliana is able to grab it then, um, she's just going to try to like hug it close to her chest and just say, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. No one's here to hurt you. No one's, no one's trying to hurt you or anything. I saw that you, you know, can, that you really, really like my Zoroark. My Zoroark's really, really nice and friendly it's okay. No one's here to hurt you. Everything's gonna be okay. We're here to we're here to help you and defend you. <laughs> the thing kind of yeah, it's still making like the wailing noise and everything and squirming around a bit. But it start especially if you like tried to, to pick it up or move it. It's kind of like trying to pull itself down. And you get the feeling once you've mm -hmm. grabbed it that the cloth, like the crude uh, Pikachu shaped cloth, is really just cloth, and there's something underneath it. That is trying very hard to keep itself underneath it. Hmm. Uh, but it kind of like starts to fade and go into like sniffles and little bits and pieces there. And you notice it kind of moving, but it's kind of like straining a bit here and there. And you see that it's like catching. There's a couple of like reflective buckles or things on your pack. And it keeps like trying to move so that it can see itself in that and like kind of knocking its broken head back and forth as it's doing so. Oh no! It's okay. You look great. I'm so sorry that happened. You know we can, once we're, you know, um, in a little bit of a safer place, I can try and help you out here. I'm so sorry that happened. That wasn't that wasn't <laughs> what I tried to do. I'm sorry. Uh, you hear heavy steel-toed boots walk towards you, as well as a Pokemon being returned, and. Uh, the man's voice says, well, mighty good fighter there. Who, me or my Pokemon? Yeah, either one. There's definitely work needs doing if you're needing anything around the area. But Yeah, but where are my manners? Duke Porter, nice to meet you. Thank you. 
Uh, oh, that's right. In the Discord, they asked about a, a name for Liliana's gender bent. Um, I, I just, I, I love Liliana. Like, he's doing this, he says this, and then we just get like a zoom into her brain of like, wait, I'm in disguise. Name. <laughs> name. Name. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> I did like uh, one of the suggestions that was thrown out there of Liam, so I'll just go with that. Um, so, uh, Liam, you can just call me Liam. Liam, then. Well, you said I'm in the area just picking up. You may have noticed that all the uh, people around this area done gone. They've, uh, there's been an issue with some scallopede. Uh, stampeding in the air. Usually they aren't quite as kicking up as much as a, of a ruckus as they usually are, but we've been having some trouble, so they've been moving to safer pastures, and I'm just kind of checking through to make sure I can pick up. Uh, I've got a list here, you see, of some of their valuables that they weren't able to grab beforehand. I was going to try to get them to them. I can't be here too long, but... Hmm. Can I help you out at all? I'm in the process of looking for some of my traveling companions. Uh, I'm going to say at, at about this point, uh, Charlie running full tilt just blasts pie <laughs> on a side street. Oh, look, there's one now. <laughs> Lilian is not going to make a move. She's just going to watch him. <laughs> uh, Charlie, give me um, a perception she's gonna check like... to see if you've noticed. But... All right. <laughs> Otherwise, I was going to say she's going to kind of, like, pat Grunge on the head and be like, go, friend, go. (laughs) (laughs) You said the magic word. Um, 22 in perception. Okay, so yes, you do notice uh, Liliana crouched over something that might be a Pikachu, but that is Mm -hmm. moving not quite like a Pikachu you think physically can. (laughs) With Grunge there, and also Grunge is now running towards you, so so Charlie uh, runs past and he and he like gets a glimpse of the Pokemon. So he does like kind of that like uh, that like kind of stop where he's like whoa, like kind of like bounces and then like turns back around, barely noticing Liliana and looks look at looks at the Pokemon like what's that? Now that is a very I good don't know question. <laughs> yeah, I think we might have snapped its neck, but it seems okay. So. Hmm. Now, but anyways, if we dude, hadn't just spent some my, time, uh, if we hadn't c- just spent some time fighting some living puppets, I might have uh, had some questions about that. But at this point, Char- Charlie says, "Neat," like kind of like pokes the head like up and down a little bit. Uh, you get slapped by black claws that appear out from under the bottom of the uh, the Ooh. Pikachu for a second uh, for your troubles. Ow! All right, all right. <laughs> I just said that I might have snapped its neck and you go poking it? What is wrong with you? Anyways, uh, your name was Ike, wasn't it? This is this is out of character, I'm asking. Mine? Or the guy? Yeah, wasn't it Ike? I don't know if I came up with one. Because Professor but- Sneed said Popsicle and you said Ikesicle. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're the sickle family. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because 
That's what we, because yeah, I just edited that. We, that's what you told Quinn. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yep. Quinn oh, Jokinen. Man. So, man, oh, past yeah, me is got... so past me is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So this uh, Ike Duke Duke Ike. <laughs> Ike. Nice to meet you. Now, I've already seen your battling skills, so it's not much to say about there, but I do have to ask why two uh, younger people such as yourself are wandering about these areas all alone. I mean, it's a pretty dangerous area, this this far west of Landsmead. Not as bad as some of the other areas, but it can still get pretty bad, especially right now. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, Professor Sneeze, are you kind of making good time? Are you walking? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get back to um, get together with everybody as quick as I can. Okay, give me a perception check then. <laughs> Six. He is staring blankly ahead. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Uh, around here so j- just to keep the gag professor sneeze around at this point too walks past another side street behind uh duke, where duke porter is and just kind of walking past <laughs> there <laughs> and uh you, you would fairly liliana i mean liam <laughs> liam <laughs> liam I would like to say this answers my question, but I think it brings up some more, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I know. He Whoop. looks really weird, and he's he talks and thinks even stranger, so fair enough. My apologies. Duke Porter, nice to meet you, sir. Hi, I'm Pop Sigal. I see. That's that's what what my my boy here calls me, and that's what everybody calls me. Pop Sigal. <laughs> that's me. Well, all right, then. Well... As I was telling uh, Liam here, uh, there's been some trouble around this area. This uh, the scallopede have been acting up a little bit. We think there might be a ravager in in the mm. area that's kind of riling up the group. You know, I never saw it myself, oh, no. but you do hear the old stories about how the ravagers could kind of direct some of the other Pokemon nearby. But yeah, that's probably old wives' tales, but. Still, we've been having some trouble. It might just be riling them up and pushing them out of the territory. And so you see some of the towns have been having to, uh, well, move for the moment. We're hoping to get through the whole thing. But if you've got some time or you, or some need for money, there's definitely some help we could use uh, clearing up the oil rigs nearby. Well, we, we've dealt with Ravagers before. Well, now that's a resume you don't hear all that often. Yeah, we're pretty impressive. Downright unique, you might say. (laughs) Darn tootin', you got it, mister. (laughs) Don't strain yourself, sir. (laughs) Yeah, Liliana's gonna lean closer to... (laughs) Liliana's gonna lean closer and just sneeze and say, you're landing on a little thick there, old man. His accent is so thick, it's bleeding over into me. I can't help it. But, anyways, uh, so, funny thing, I, I have to say I've been a little facetious with the three of you. Uh, you see, I, I ran into your uh, 
employer, uh, the one Quinn Jokinen, about an hour or two ago. Oh, he good. was just outside of town. He was just check- he was looking in for you. So uh, he's right in the area. I was coming to check this place, and anyways, and so I ran into the three just to see how things were going. But he's okay then. No, it seems to be quite all right. In fact, uh, he said he's going to wait for a couple of hours where he is, but then. He said he'd go on his way if you wanted to go on yours. So, I suppose it's up to you for it. Oh. Man, did we ever get our money? One thing. Were we paid in advance? I don't know. Were we paid in advance? I, thought we were. I don't think we were. I said 5,000 poke, so I thought you were. But... <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did okay. Did we mark it? <laughs> I don't... Mm-hmm. I didn't mark it. Well, if you didn't, I suppose you can well, go ahead and Should we mark it? So, but... <laughs> <laughs> to you to decide whether you've marked it or not, I suppose. Hey, everybody, let's quick mark it. Can we? <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think you marked it, goes... so go ahead and mark it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Sweet, I'm almost back up to 30,000. <laughs> Good. Yeah, you're hurting so bad for money there. But, Oof, it's yeah. hard to be me. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I mean, I think if, uh, if a Quinn has made it where, where he needs to be, then, um, uh, I, I think that, uh, we can let him go on his merry way then. But we, I, if we, uh, help out with the scolipede problem and come back and he's still here, maybe we go with him. And if he's not, maybe we part ways. Well. Scolipede is still a day or two out from here. You see, I traveled here. I, 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 oh. I, I rode out here on Bandit, so I made I made some good time. But I see. But what I'm. What do you think? Should we take the the job, kiddo, and other kiddo? <laughs> Disowned kiddo. <laughs> Disowned kiddo. <laughs> oh yeah, and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> the ugly one. No. <laughs> the ugly one. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, we we might as well help out, and sounds like there's a lot the lot of good that we can do here. So, what's a little detour? Yep. Well, sounds good. Let's do it. Well, all right. I'd be mighty happy for your help. Then, well. First things first, we kind of need to gather up these uh, keepsakes for a couple of the people that left this town here. So here's, uh, he pulls out a list to show you kind of what you're looking mm. for and has you help out with that. But and that would take up okay. most of the rest of the day uh, while the ominous pressure from the ominous mental pressure from the forest gets uh, steadily a little bit heavier, but nothing comes out of it. Well, that's and I think that is about where we have to end this week, though. together, mm. But thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsterradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at Podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pokerollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapestry Radio. And check out some of our other great shows at tapestryradio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, Freddy Goes to a Podcast, and Us Play Fiasco. 
A special thank you to Rocco W for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter at PokeRollNick. Hi, I'm Paul. On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag, uh, but always come and hang out with us in our Discord. Uh, as of recording, we're in the middle of our May Mayhem uh, bracket, which is determining what we think is the best dragon type. By the time this comes out, we'll probably have decided what that is and be moving on to the next bracket. So if you want to come and just like talk what things are cool and Pokemon things with us, come join us in our Discord, which should be linked in the show notes. Hi, I'm Michael. On Twitter, I'm at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L, and also I'm in uh, a variety of the other Tapestry Radio shows, including uh, the newest one, the Shakespeare in the Village podcast. And I'm Lydia, and you can follow me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. Things seem to be coming a bit stranger as we go on. You can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyely. That's Behind Your E-Y-E-L-I. If you like what we do here on Pokemon Rollout, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Kyle Albert, Dr. Audino, Peter Stadmuller, James Burgard, Mike Greenspoon, Eric Lonquist, Taylor Bonforte, Zach Parsons, David Harshman, Michael, Richie Kammer, Matt Carlton, Askablod, Huck, Jeffrey Show. Casey DeFridis, Spencer Toole, Fenrir8907, Arming Sword and Buckler, Up Up, Down Down, Left Right, Left Right, AB Start, Andrew Case, DGZ, <laughs> Dean Frostmage, Proxis, Legendary, Andrew Wilde, Ursa93, Terry Fowl, Scotty Newton, Julia Egan, Lauren Polson, Nathan Hemmelgarn, Alchemage, Big Fat Nuke, and Jared Troyer. You guys are awesome and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening and we'll catch... See you later. <laughs> okay, you don't I just don't... read you don't just read Midsummer Rose Night Dream ten times coincidentally. Um sneeze. Uh, no, I'm not Did I it... am sneeze. Um <laughs> Sorry, it just started hailing like crazy where I am. Uh, yeah. That's perfect. That's fun. Fine. Physical damage. That did Let's 33. Get physical. Physical. No. no. 14 hits. I was, I, was gonna, I was gonna finish that math and then I dropped the dice. <laughs> no so, are you still there? Yes. Gotta be patient, Michael. Okay. I just didn't know. If I were a D12, where would I be? Roll accuracy first. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> what, do you not have faith I'm gonna hit it? Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.